business owners, welcome to this episode of the Freedom Focus Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about a simple process for getting to know people better so that when you bring someone new into your organization, you will have greater confidence that they will be a good fit, hit the ground running from day one, and stick around for a while. We're going to first talk about a couple of ways to gather very useful data from and about the people in your organization and also about those who you're considering joining your organization. One of these methods many of you are already familiar with and the other one will be brand new to most of you. For the one you're familiar with, we're going to show you a whole new state-of-the-art version. For the new one, I'm excited to be able to share with you a simple but powerful way to look at the roles each of us play when working together as a team. Lastly, we'll talk about how to take maximum advantage of the data you've collected to greatly increase your confidence when making a hiring decision. I've been very fortunate to travel to Greece a couple of times, most recently with my three daughters. Both times I was there, I visited the ruins of the ancient city of Delphi, cut into the side of a hill on the northern coast of the Gulf of Corinth. It's a beautiful place. In the center of this complex of ruins sits the Temple of Apollo, and the oracles of Delphi were said to dispense their wisdom and advice from the temple. So while the temple is no more than a foundation today, and it's got a handful of columns restored along the, for, the front portico, it is said that the carvings in the stones that were above the entrance were three Delphic maxims. The most famous of these maxims was know thyself. As we mature from children to adult adolescence to adults and on into older age, this maxim is truly a never-ending effort for all of us, know thyself. Who are we? Why do we do the things we do? Who, why do we struggle with some things and have no trouble at all with others? How do we fit into the community, nation, and the world that we live in? Some people go to great lengths to know thyself, and many spend a fair amount of money in search of answers. According to research from a company called Market Data, the self-improvement market that consists of things like books, coaching, live and virtual seminars, workshops, motivational speeches, it's estimated to be worth $11.3 billion in 2021 and will grow to $14 billion by 2025. While knowing thyself is personally important, for small business owners, knowing others is perhaps more important because, as I've said before, people are the most important resource for delivering any product or service. It's expensive when you have the wrong person in your organization, causing problems because they have different motivations than the rest of the team, or they don't get along with others, have a bad attitude, or don't quite fit in with the company culture. In a previous podcast and in an article that's posted on my blog, I share the results of research that showed estimated cost to replace an employee ranges from $5,000 to $15,000, depending on the person's level of compensation. I'll put a link to that podcast and the blog in the show notes for today, by the way. And if you think about it, most hiring processes are really just a guessing game. You announce a job opening and people tell you that they would like to apply for your position because they'd like to have it. Most of the time, you've never met the people applying, so the discovery process begins. Typically, you're going to have a resume that tells you primarily what the person's job experience is. 
And you might ask for a cover letter, and that's going to give you a little more information. It tells you if they can construct a sentence or assemble them into a paragraph in a well-formatted and neatly or maybe even creatively presented document. Um, but wouldn't it be great if you had more information? Wouldn't it be great if you could actually get to know the person better before you invest a bunch of time in an interview process, let alone the hiring of that person? If you could, you would be better prepared in the interview to ask questions about how they would interact with your team, work with customers and clients, and manage themselves each day at work. Large organizations, they dig much deeper with pre-employment surveys and quizzes in order to gather more information for their interview process. But most small companies, especially the smallest ones, they really can't do that. They go without this information. But you know what? That's no longer necessary. Let's talk about how you can do the same as the big organizations using a few simple and free quizzes and a well-defined process for recruiting and hiring employees that will feel less like guessing and a lot more like knowing when you make your ultimate decision about the best candidate to invite to join your team. I discovered a great tool called 16 Personalities from one of my employees, Sean, that I was recruiting to join my team. Sean was moving from out of town and wasn't sure that he wanted to come to work for me or maybe instead start his own business. So prior to our meeting, because he knew we were going to be working very closely together, he asked me to take the 16 Personalities quiz and I'd never seen it or heard of it before. So my interest in using pre-employment quizzes, uh, interestingly enough, was born in a bit of a turn the table situation. Sean was asking me to take the 16 personalities test rather than vice versa. But I was so impressed and intrigued by my results and also seeing Sean's results and then comparing the two results so that we both knew each other better, then I decided that the 16 personalities was something that I needed to have all new job applicants do before I brought them on and as part of the interview process. You may be familiar with the Myers-Briggs Types Indicator Personality Test. Many people have taken it, typically in connection with their job. Originally created in the 1920s by Catherine Briggs and her daughter, Isabel Briggs Myers, the Myers-Briggs Personality Test has enjoyed huge popularity ever since. However, Myers-Briggs is now a bit outdated, which simply means that it does not take into account a lot of the latest social science research about how best to assess people's personalities. 16 Personalities is a modern, state-of-the-art version of Myers-Briggs, and it's based on social science research and theory that now gives us a more nuanced, consistent, and perhaps even more accurate analysis of each person's personality. As part of an industry peer group of small business owners that I belong to, I was introduced to Les McEwen a couple years before I started the rebuild of my company in 2016. Les is a business management consultant and serial entrepreneur who launched over 40 business and nonprofits in the span of about 15 years. He learned from his experience what it takes for an organization to achieve what he calls predictable success. You can learn more about Predictable Success if you visit Les's website at PredictableSuccess.com. And I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes for today. Of particular interest to me for my hiring process were the four leadership styles that Les identified as critically important for Predictable Success. They included Visionary, Operator, Processor, and Synergist. 
So visionaries are big picture thinkers. They're creative, they're bored with details, easily distracted by the next big thing. Operators, they're more about grind it out, get it done, take no prisoners, and in fact, just tell me what to do and then just get out of my way. Processors, they're all about do it right, measure twice, cut once, systematize, create processes, codify. And synergists, they're about working through people, worrying about the alignment of the group, engagement, motivation, and making sure that everyone works together. Synergists are more or less the glue of an organization. Les found that a balance of these three leadership styles was really essential for an organization to get to and stay in a position of that predictable success. To measure each, he created his own free online quiz that a person can take that'll tell them exactly what portion of each leadership style they have given by a score that they get in each category. When I took this quiz, just like 16 personalities, I thought it would be fantastic to add to my evaluation process for job applicants because then I would know so much more going into the job interview. So I've incorporated this quiz into my hiring process just like 16 personalities. You may be asking yourself, so how do you actually use these two quizzes to improve your hiring process? Let's take a closer look at a couple of examples and the answers are going to become a little bit more clear to this. The foundation for the data set of results that you're collecting from 16 personalities and predictable success is built on data you've collected from people that you already know. So this would include people that are already part of your organization, your current employees. But if you're a really small organization, it's going to be results probably from maybe a few employees, but also from family and friends as well. The more results that you have from the people that you know, the more powerful the analysis that you're able to do. As an example, for 16 personalities, let's say that Lisa is an employee that you've had on your team for the past five years. She's been helping you with scheduling. Now you know Lisa pretty well by now, including her strengths and her weaknesses, how she thinks and how she operates. Her 16 personality results come back as protagonist ENFJA, which is diplomat and people mastery from the 16 personalities process. Let's now say that you're hiring a new administrative assistant position. You receive results from one applicant, Susan, that indicates that she's also a protagonist ENFJ diplomat people mastery. 16 personalities is going to provide you with a summary description of each personality type. So you've got a pretty good idea of what makes each of these applicants tick. And you could even dive deeper into each personality, looking closer at relationships and other areas. But just so you know, I rarely need to look any further than the summary to have information that I need for my purposes of the interview. Beyond the summary, you have the added benefit, though, of already knowing a protagonist because you already know Samantha, who is a protagonist. And you also likely have other people in your data set who are the same personality type. This means that you have a really good idea who Susan is and how she most likely will behave and act in various situations, giving you more data on which to base your hiring decision than you otherwise would have. Now, predictable success leadership style data, that helps you in two important ways. First, the results help you to find the right person for the right position. Second, the results help you to create good balance in your team. Let's first look at right fit. 
Generally speaking, certain positions are more suited to a particular leadership style. A perfect example of this is my experience with hiring an accounting person. Almost all the applicants who applied for my position had predictable success results indicating that they were a processor. And when you consider what processors are all about, organizing, sorting, dotting I's and crossing T's, and making sure everything is done just so, it makes perfect sense that accounting type people would be processors. Now I said almost all of the applicants were processors. I did have a few that came back with their primary strength as something different than processor. And this definitely made me think twice about whether or not they were the best suited to fill my accounting position. According to Les McEwen, organizations will make higher quality decisions when a balance of the four leadership styles are included in the decision-making process. For this reason, your leadership team, meaning those that you include or consult when you're making key decisions for the organization, that group needs to include a balance of the four leadership styles. Les even recommends that the average of the collective scores in each of the leadership styles for the members of your leadership team should be as close as possible to 240. So when you're considering who to add to your leadership team, either a new hire or maybe promoting somebody from within, you really need to strongly consider predictable success scores. That is, you want to consider which person will help you to create a balanced team so that you will have balanced discussions, which looks at all issues from the different four perspectives, not just having visionary operator processor or synergist as the overwhelming personality type. In my Dream Team Builder course, we teach small business owners exactly how to collect the 16 personalities and predictable success results, how to compile and analyze them, then how to use those results to maximum advantage in the hiring process and when building your own dream team of employees. As a wrap up, I want to leave you with one final bit of advice that I share with those who take my course. In my hiring process, we ask every applicant we're interested in interviewing to take the 16 personalities and predictable success quizzes. Not every person will take the time to complete the quizzes and return the results. So none, and I mean none of these people, no matter how incredible they look on paper, get invited to an interview. I'm not saying that you shouldn't send a follow-up email to an applicant that you really like, reminding them that you're interested and would really like to get those quizzes back. However, you do not send more than one reminder. The two quizzes combined take less than 15 minutes to complete. And we say as much in the email we send with the links to take the quizzes. So it's made very clear up front that this is a low time commitment and pretty easy thing to do. And if an applicant for your job is not willing to invest 15 minutes of their time to take the quizzes, look, you really don't want them on your team anyway. More importantly, without the quiz results, you're gonna be flying blind and guessing, hoping that you're hiring the right person for your team. And this is exactly the situation that we're really trying to avoid. So do you wanna hire somebody with increased odds that you're gonna to have to let them go or watch them leave three to six, nine months later and at a replacement cost of five to $15,000? I definitely didn't wanna see that happen and I assume that you don't wanna see that happen either then stick to the policy of no quiz results, no interview, and save yourself the potential grief and wasted money that is much more likely to happen when you're guessing rather than knowing who you're hiring. 
That's it for this week's episode. I want to thank everybody again for listening. I look forward to be back with you again in two weeks. And until then, stay focused on your freedom.